What is going on, you guys? Um, we got a new episode for you guys today with just me, Paul. Uh, unfortunately, the past couple of weeks, me and Stoff just haven't had um, the right alignment of our schedules. We try to stay as consistent as possible with um, our uploads and recordings and all of that, but there's just been a lot going on lately, which I'll be getting into. Um, nothing's happened, really. It's just simply that um the this weekend coming up today is the 29th is a thursday uh this weekend coming up uh we just don't have the only time he has free to record is saturday evening and that's the one time i'm actually busy this weekend um and then previous weekend uh we didn't have any time either uh the one time that i had free which was sunday afternoon evening um he wasn't available so it's just simply that our our schedules haven't aligned but we do want to get something out for you guys um so i figured i'd record Relatively quickish episode um, today, not quite the two hours like we'd normally aim for, um, so that we you guys have plenty of content to listen to, um, but probably 45 minutes to an hour, possibly we'll see. Um, just kind of wanted to talk about uh, the current, my current results of the Victory Classic um, here in Shelby, North Carolina, um, how that went, what the process was like where I was mentally, all of that. So um, a lot for me personally went down um, throughout this entire uh, prep. I'm still in prep. Um, I'm in the smack dab middle essentially now. So long story short, um, we started a cut like mid-April or so. Um, Nothing really in mind for a goal or anything like that. We just wanted to lose the fat. Started a cut and then... We were about six weeks out from the show, um, which I didn't know at the time, but my coach decided let's hit Victory Classic. We're six weeks out. We'll get you as good as we possibly can um, so that you can get the experience on stage. So um, I went into it thinking that, you know, we can get to a pretty good place fat levels wise, but um, we showed up. My guess is probably 70% to potential maybe. Um, we were aiming for 85, but we just weren't quite there. Um, my metabolism is extremely slow. So the results of the show was fifth in both of my classes I competed in, which was true novice B and men's physique, um, open class D. Uh, so open class D is five ten and up, uh, true novice B is I believe five eight and up. So got fifth in both of those classes. Um, I think there was six competitors in true novice B or was it six? I think, no, I think there were seven. I think there were seven in True Novice B, um, seven or eight. And then I think there were six in Open Class D. So not the results we were aiming for, but um, I went into it knowing that the win wasn't really um, in my vocabulary that day. Uh, we just, we weren't ready fat-wise to show up um, the way I wanted to. So essentially I went through this like, borderline mental breakdown um the monday prior to the show because you know we're we're pretty deep in prep at that point i was doing um 45 minutes of fasted cardio and 45 minutes of post-workout cardio um as well as very little food in my system most of the food in my system was uh protein almost all of it was protein a little bit of fats here and there mainly from almond butter and a couple eggs each day um and then just like a handful of carbs. Really, I was probably taking in like maybe 60 or 70 grams of carbs, which really isn't that much considering how much cardio I'm doing and training and all of that. So Monday was a hard, that Monday prior was a hard day. I had work off. So really 
all I was doing was just sitting there thinking about how hungry I was. Um, granted I train and cardio and all of that, like I normally would, but it was hard. So, um, it was just that where we were at physically, I was like, all right, I got to just accept that I'm not going to win this show. Um, because I'm very, I'm very, very competitive in nature. So it was very hard for me to mentally get to the point where I'm like, all right, this show is not for me to win. Um, this show is for me to get experience, to get feedback potentially from the judges, which I actually got to email the judges now. Um, the photos are out for the, for the show. Um, so I got to get feedback from the judges, see what they think, um, see where I can improve muscular wise. Cause we know that conditioning is obviously where I really was hurting the most. Um, posing, you know, was a different ball game. I, um, you know, arguably had one of the best posing up there. Um, not many people really came close to it, especially my transitions. I mean, not many people really had transitions in general. Um, so, I mean, this is a regional show we're also talking about here. So the posing isn't necessarily even really in the criteria. Uh, there were a couple of people that beat me that weren't even close to the men's physique posing. So, uh, posing within the show isn't necessarily the biggest issue or biggest critique, really. They just want to see people step on stage. I mean, you could probably stand there, look forward and then look back and you'll be fine. Um, so that wasn't an issue. It was really just conditioning. Um, looking at the competition, it was actually really fierce competition this year. Um, previous years, uh, I felt that men's physique hasn't really been there 100%. Um, obviously, the overall winners in the previous years have been very good. My coach won the show overall two years ago. And then um, my old training partner, Chewy, won it last year. So obviously, the overall competition is there. But um, – the general competition wasn't quite there past couple of years, but this year, a lot of people showed up trying to get that national qualifier. I was talking to someone about it and he was like, yeah, he's like, even though I didn't go to the show, I could see who was competing there and knew that the competition was pretty good. Um, there are quite a few guys that were pretty good in men's physique. Um, surprisingly, it was actually surprisingly good competition. Um, that includes my coach's other client who competed in it. He showed up really well. He won the class in um, novice, true novice B and then I believe he got fourth, um, just under me in, um, open class D. So that was a result of that for him, at least. Um, he came in really well. I think his biggest thing is just size, which is what he's going to be doing for the next year. Uh, it's just putting on size. But for me, the focus now is going to be Excalibur in Charleston, August 12th. Uh, so that's going to be very exciting. We got, uh, just over six and a half weeks uh, as of today, which is, um, June 20, 29th is, uh, the date today. So we're about just over six weeks out, uh, six weeks and two days. So really got to put the hammer down now, um, which we're going to be talking about today, but the overall experience of the show was amazing. I love stepping on stage. It was extremely fun. Um, it was really fun presenting what I had, even though I knew it wasn't nearly the best physique up there. I was not even close. I had a lot of conditioning work I need to do. But I went up there presenting it as if I felt that I had the best physique. Um, I was one of the only people smiling when you're doing your posing. And that's really what you should be doing. You should be smiling in men's physique especially. Uh, most guys don't do it anymore. I don't know why. Um, a lot of guys don't and very few do. So made sure I smiled. Uh, made sure my face lit up every time I got on stage. And I did love it. Um, I didn't really get stage fright. Uh, the only time I got nervous was for some reason when I was standing off to the diagonal. So when you're um, essentially doing call outs, you're standing on the diagonal part of the stage. If you look up any sort of call outs, you'll see guys standing diagonally on the stage. 
Um, I got nervous there for some reason, not really for any reason. It was just prejudging. They weren't even awarding anybody. It was just, I presented my, what I had went to the diagonal and then they called off the, look at the, they called off the, uh, the overall, the class itself said, okay, true novice B, you guys can head off. Now we're going to be doing open class A. Then I basically got back in line to do open class D, um, towards the back. So I don't know why I got nervous on the diagonal. I did. Um, I started shaking a little bit. Um, but then it, it calmed down the second I got up front and just went away just cause I was focusing on the posing. Um, a lot of guys, you could see a lot of guys got stage fright and when they did, they shook, um, quite a few guys were shaking when they're posing. It's especially for those in true novice, uh, it's their first time stepping on stage, first time going through that process. So, um, they were very nervous for the overall experience. Uh, so that was interesting to see. I've never really had stage fright. I, I've, you know, I've done plenty of, uh, stuff in front of groups of people. So never been an issue for me. Um, but I can see why it is for most people, especially being in front of like, it was like 150 people, probably at least at minimum 150 people, um, in the seats, which sounds like not much, but that's a decent turnout turnout for, for this show. It's a pretty small show for the most part. It is a national qualifier, which is good. Um, so in the past guys would use it for relatively easy competition, especially when, you know, you're showing up dialed in, um, to get that overall so that you can get that national qualifier. So Excalibur is a bigger show. Uh, there's more competitors. I looked at the list last year and there was a significant more amount of competitors. For those that don't know, you can go on to, um, NPC news online and take a look at the results. Um, the results, the photos of the people who won all of that, um, they're all up there. So, Looking back at last year's competition for the Excalibur, uh, there's a lot, from what I could tell, there's a lot more competitors. Um, the quality of competitors is higher, but that's also because Excalibur is a bigger show typically. So um, there's that, you know, aspect of it. Um, but the thing is, is we're going to be coming dialed in. We're going to be coming in 100% and we're not even going to register for the show if we're not. Um if I don't come in hundred percent, we might just push it to a show that's in September or something like that. Give myself a few extra weeks to really get dialed in. I think that I should be able to come and dial it in hundred uh, percent. I don't see why not. Uh, it'd be very interesting if I didn't, but that'd be something we'd have to address at the time. So um, with that being said, showed up to this show, probably about 65%, 70% maybe. Um, the problem I think I was having was that it was very hard for me to get pumped up. I had nothing in my system, almost no water. Um, I got some salt from coach the second I was about to step on stage. So it wasn't really even fully digested in my system. Um, so I think that was one of, one of my issues that I had, especially from the midsection. It's where all my fat is, is my midsection. My back was decent. It had some conditioning. It, it could have been better, but my back was a lot better than my midsection. Um, my midsection, just my abs were just fucking washed out for some reason. Um, my guess is just because I simply had nothing in my system. Uh, even when you're on, you know, during the show day, during prep, when you're on, at the actual show and backstage, you want to put things in your system. Almond butter, rice cakes, salt, honey, stuff like that to give fuel for your body to even get a pump in the first place. Uh, that way when you show up actually onto the stage, you do have that pump that you're looking for. You don't want a lot in your system at all. I mean, a few sips of water, one rice cake, a tablespoon of almond butter and some salt is pretty much all you're going to really need. Um, and that's what most guys had, uh, you freaking 80% of the guys there were eating rice cakes at some point. It was kind of funny. 
and they're all lightly salted, all lightly salted uh, rice cakes. So uh, that was interesting to see. Um, but the overall process was very difficult up until basically two days out. So Thursday, Friday, prior to the show, all I did was fasted cardio. Um, I don't, I think I did it Friday as well. I can't remember. I'd have to look back at my messages with my coach, but basically, um, Thursday, Friday, uh, did fasted cardio and that was it. That's all we ended up doing. It was 45 minutes, I believe of fasted cardio, uh, might've been a half hour on Thursday and a half hour Friday. I forget. I'd have to look back again. It was, it was, it all happened so fast. Um, and then we had, I had a lot of carbs Thursday, Friday carved up, um, to be fuller at the show. Uh, granted it didn't really end up working out the way I wanted it to, but I got those carbs in my system, which was great. Uh, a lot less protein, literally basically cut protein in half. So instead of six ounces or seven ounces, it was exactly half of that, excuse me, half of that. Um, also more fats as well, uh, especially Friday. So Friday, um, both Thursday and Friday. All right, let me backtrack here a little bit. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, without realizing it, ended up being the hardest days. I thought Thursday, Friday was going to be the worst, ended up not being the worst. Uh, it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday that was the worst, right? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had the same food, same cardio. Um, nothing really changed. The difference was was training. So Monday, I did chest tries and delts, which is a very fun day for me in the gym. I might incorporate that into my actual chest day. I might throw some tries and some delts into it, just like one set each. It was just it was just really good to feel full. Um, I felt really full. Um, I got a really good pump that day um, and just enjoyed the actual lifting. Um, back and buys on that Tuesday. Um, that was a bit harder because back, as you know, is the arguably the largest muscle group in the in the human body. Um, that's if you don't count skin as a muscle um, or an organ, actually, I should say. So really not even a muscle, just an organ. But your latissimus dorsi is arguably the, your your largest muscle. Some people argue your quads. Um, let me look up scientifically um, what is has been proven. So your glutes. Okay, interesting. So I think that's more based off volume, overall volume of your actual glutes is the most, uh, not surprised, they're very thick muscles, um, but area-wise, 100% is your lats. Some people argue quads, I argue lats. But regardless, the point is, to work your lats, you have to put a lot of effort in. So it was really hard Tuesday for me to get through my workout because um, I had no energy in my system and I was hitting back. And on top of that, supersetting it with, with some sort of bicep movement for three or four movements. So it was rather difficult. Um, to get through that workout. Uh, but I got it, did my cardio and went home. Wednesday was the worst day by far. Um, nothing even came close to, to Wednesday. Uh, it was a very, very difficult day and I didn't, I didn't realize it going into it. If I had been more mentally prepared, I would have been fine, but I had very little energy just like Monday, Tuesday, but the difference was doing a total upper body day and to not spend two hours in the gym. I supersetted everything. Uh, I was doing anterior muscles, so I'd do like, um, I'd do like, I think I started off with bias tries, then went into a set of, um, I think it was incline press for chest and then delts, and then moved into backs, back, and I think another delt movement, and then went into a chest and bicep movement, and then finished off with a tricep and ab movement. 
as far as supersets goes. So um, it was rather difficult to get through that day. It was very hard. A lot of energy was outputted. Um, a lot of calories were burned. And then on top of that, I had my 45 minutes of cardio. So that was a very difficult day. Um, I, I wish I'd known it going into it um, that it was going to be a difficult day because then I would have prepared myself differently. But I went into it thinking that Thursday, Friday was going to be worse. But man, I could have just like, I could have stopped halfway through. Like I was so done lifting halfway through that, that, that workout. Um, by workout, I mean the entire thing. There's exercises, which are the individual movements or a movement. And then there's the workout, which is the whole thing. So the workout itself was very difficult. Um, I still pushed through and still did it to my 100%. You know, it's not like I'm going to just cheap out on that, on that exercise, you know, movement or any movement really, or that entire workout. I wouldn't cheap out on it and half-ass it, but, uh, it was very difficult to get through it. Uh, I was very tired. Like I said, I had nothing in my system. My pump was shit because there I wasn't doing enough per muscle group to really get a pump. The focus was just really moving the body, getting the calorie deficit in there, um, and just finishing off training to get as full as possible for the show. But again, surprisingly, Thursday, Friday, I felt like I was in heaven. I was having a lot of carbs. It felt so good. And then so to to say to loop back to what I was saying earlier. Thursday and Friday, I had one of the best meals I've ever had in my entire life, which was just salmon and rice and salt. That's all it was. And when you're when you're that dialed in on your food, where you're supplementing salt and you can't really have any other seasonings or anything like that, like the main the main seasoning I had was just mustard. It was just mustard and salt. That was mainly what I was having. I mean, put on my plain chicken. So if I had plain chicken, I would put mustard and salt directly onto it. That's all I would have. Um, and it tasted good. You know, you get used to it. You get so used to having nothing that mustard tastes really good. And I went into bodybuilding hating mustard. I hated every drop of it whenever I tried it. But I'm at the point now where I like mustard because it gets me through prep. Um, so salmon, rice, and salt was genuinely like I could have argued a 10 out of 10 meal. Um like I, I enjoyed it enough to where I just sat there and closed my eyes and didn't even talk. It was just so, so unbelievably good. And it's because of the fats, because I'm lacking so much in nutrients that having those easy to digest healthy fats from the salmon just tasted so unbelievably good. You could not like salmon at all and have that and be in love. So I got to have that Thursday, Friday, and then surprisingly had another one of it, salmon, salt, and rice for my sixth meal on Friday. Um, so that we can have essentially a bowel movement. So the biggest issue that I had going into the show ultimately was my metabolism. Um, my metabolism is extremely slow for the most part. We can manipulate it to lose the weight, to lose, to gain weight, all of that. But when I was so low on food, I just was holding on to everything, um, which makes sense if you think about it, especially if you're talking about just survival. Uh, when, you know, if you're let's say for instance, you're caveman or something, you want to hold on to all the food that you've taken in because they also very, they very seldom had actually good food. Usually meat was even in their diet. It was like a once a week kind of thing because it was hard to hunt animals at the time. Um, so a lot of time they're eating berries and grazing off the land and all of that. So whatever you held on to, you want to hold on to. So genetically, it makes sense to hold on to the weight, hold on to the food, hold on to the water, all of that so that you can survive better. Because if you just expelled it the second you got it in your system, 
or at least got what you needed nutrients wise and then expelled it, then you would be hungrier sooner and you'd be lacking nutrients sooner than if your body held onto it and sucked every ounce out of it that it could and then expelled it later on. So we did have an issue. I didn't realize at the time, I thought it was just normal par for the course, um, having issues with bowel movements just because I was taking in such little food and my my, my metabolism was so slow. So um, we had that extra fatty meal Friday night and then Saturday morning with the day of the show, um, I drank quite a bit of coffee, not quite a bit. I'd probably say like 16 ounces of black coffee just straight right up in the morning. Um, it was like 530 in the morning when I had it and then successfully had a bowel movement and then went to the show. So um, that was my issue personally. Um, and because of that, I think that was also part of the reason why we didn't want to put any food in my system at the show because I was going to hold on to it. Um, granted, I had almost nothing up until prejudging. Prejudging, I had a little bit of honey, a sip of water, and some salt. The salt tasted amazing. Um, I don't care what people say. If you're so depleted on everything, no matter what you eat, is going to taste amazing. And if you've been in that situation before, you'll know what I mean. Um, so coach is like, here, have some salt. It might taste bad. It was sea salt and I tasted it and I was like, fuck, literally anything in my system <laughs> fucking felt good. It just tasted so good. And then the honey on top of it, I was just like, oh, sweet and salty. Um, so it was just, it was perfect. Um, granted it was just super quick, um, you know, quick little bite or whatever. And then getting onto the stage. Um, then after prejudging was done because men's physique, there's no routines. Men's physique goes through pretty quick. We end up waiting a while for men's open to go through and men's classic physique to go through because they have, you know, a little bit more of a routine as far as the posing goes, prejudging, especially finals. Most guys in finals get like a minute to a minute and a half on stage each person. So it takes a lot longer to go through finals for men's open and classic physique. But then on the flip side, it's much faster for men's physique because we don't have a routine. We simply show what we got again to remind everybody who we are. And then they award everybody. It was a super quick process for the finals. So once we were done prejudging, men's physique was one of the last ones. They still had women's wellness and women's bikini left. But once you're done your division, you're done, at least until finals. So they were saying, okay, we're going to start at 10. They started exactly on the dot at 10. Um, and then they said, when men's physique was done, they said, all right, men's physique, you guys are all set. Division's over. Um, just make sure you're back here by two for finals starting at three. So, um, got word from coach. I can go get a handful of fries and, um, basically a hamburger without the top bun. So I can have the bottom bun, just can't have the top bun. Um, I can get whatever sauces I wanted on it and, you know, extras, just no cheese, um, and no top bun. So when did that, that was amazing. It tasted so damn good. Um, and then we went back to the show um, uh, felt, I fell asleep for a while. You're just so tired. You end up falling asleep backstage. Uh, and then they started calling up everybody started getting ready. I had a little bit of salt. Um, I did that myself, grabbed some salt, made sure that was in my system, try to get as pumped up as I could. Just zero fucking veins. All my veins are gone. I mean, I, I look better fucking after meal one on a random Tuesday than I did in the finals. Um, just my veins are gone. There was no pump. Uh, it was hard for me to get the pump in general. I felt bloated from the burger because I'm not I'm not used to all that fat. The fat in the burger was just overwhelming. So I was super bloated and gassy from that. 
Um, that's also another thing that you learn when you're so dialed in on your food is that when you have something out of your system, your body does not fucking like it, um, which I'll get into more in a few minutes, but, um, just felt super gassy. All of it was sitting my lower belly, which is the worst spot for it to sit. Uh, especially for me, fat wise, um, it was just sitting right in the worst spot, but it didn't really matter at that point. The show, they, the finals doesn't really matter. Um, some shows, the finals do matter. If you show up like shit, the finals, they'll dock you. Uh, this show, it didn't really matter. It was however you came out in prejudging. So we weren't really focused on fucking coming in crazy. The guy who was also under my coach, some, you know, take a shot of vodka, whatever to try to dry out a bit. Um, he had some salt, all that finished up his muffin that he had the, that morning. So it wasn't so much focus on making sure you looked your best because the rewards were basically already given. Essentially, they already judge everybody, give everybody their scores, then moved on to finals. Um, then you have like your, you know, your posing routines and all that and you can get through it and then you're done. So overall is a very, very fun experience. Um, a lot of waiting uh, for your division to be up, especially for men's physique because it's so quick and you're only up there for so like such a short amount of time. Um, so there was a lot of waiting. I did fall asleep quite a few times and that was a goal. You want to stay off your feet. Your electrolytes aren't where they want, where they should be really. You're, you're not having any salt. You don't got any electrolytes in your system. Granted, we're not trying to sweat. We don't want to sweat, especially with the tan. Um, so don't want to sweat and lose your, your uh, electrolytes. So uh, laying down, sitting down was ideal. Um, to make sure you get the blood to your upper body and your head easier, uh, just cause you don't have your electrolytes to balance it properly. So laying down was what I did in most of the day. Um, it was a hard floor, a hard cement floor. So it wasn't the most comfortable thing, but I still passed out quite a few times. Uh, so it was, it was great to pass out. It was great to fall asleep because it passed the time and it felt amazing. Um, so some people showed up prepared. Uh, it was kind of funny to see. I will definitely show up more prepared next time. Uh, this is my first show. I didn't know what to bring. I didn't know what to grab. So I'll definitely show up. I had to stop at the store on the way there, make sure I had everything I needed. Um, so this show coming up in Charleston in just over six weeks, I'll show up more prepared. I'll bring a pillow, probably a blanket. I have no idea. Just something to rest my head on. Um, and I think that I I could be wrong. It might change by then. If we do Excalibur, I think I'll have my coaches undivided attention because I think I'll be the only one competing in that show for him. So um he'll just tell me what to do probably that entire day he'll keep his eyes on me the entire time so um that will be good that'll be beneficial for me at least um but we'll see if that you know how that goes coming up uh but as far as uh whatever happened after the show so basically got the awards i walked away with some medals they were they award top five of, of class so Honestly, like most guys ended up walking away with medals because very seldom, I mean, men's open and classic physique, I, there's way more competitors, but in men's physique, most guys in men's physique walked away with a medal because there wasn't that many that competed in each class. And if you reward top five with not that many, most of them are going to walk away with a medal. So, um, I have them like kind of hanging on this like bookshelf thing. Um, not really the super, super important to me. Um, just that it was my first show and it was exciting that I was able to walk away with something rather than nothing. I'm glad I was able to walk away with something. Um, I should have gotten fourth in true novice B, but that's a, it doesn't matter. The judges made their decision. It is what it is. I'm, you know, you, you just move on. Um, it's, it's, you know, there's no point of getting upset about it when, um, 
if you disagree with the judge's decision because it's not up to you it's up to the judges and that's what they're there for so um of course every single person's gonna be a little bit more more biased towards their physique um so the guy that did beat me in true novice who got fourth um he had better conditioning i will admit that but the difference was is that my posing was just leagues ahead of him um and i wish that counted for something because if posing counted in this show i think a lot of people would have been docked heavily for it um a lot of these guys it, it was re- very very unfortunate um that a lot of the guys who showed up to the show it looks like they almost just saw what a men's physique competitor looked like that morning and then just tried to stand the best way they could based off memory after looking at a photo for three seconds um so to me it's almost kind of in a way insulting because i spent so much time mastering my transitions and mastering the poses and driving out to my coach and going to seminars and all like posing seminars and all of that to make sure that I came in hundred percent for my posing just for it to literally not matter at all. Um, because granted I might've placed better because of it. I have no idea. Um, but they definitely didn't dock people who didn't pose properly. So, uh, even if I did place better because of it, it's not like they put people down because they didn't pose properly. And it just, it's really unfortunate to put in all that effort and time. I mean, I was posing every single day, make sure I got it dialed in. I still do pose every day. I love posing. Don't get me wrong. It's just hard when you put in all this time into something that just ended up not even being judged. Um, when it should be, it should be judged. That's the thing. It should be, it should be a part of it. I mean, if you're at a national show and you fuck up your posing, uh, they're not going to reward you for that. They're going to dock you for it because that's the bare minimum. If you're not going to show up a hundred percent with your physique, then at least fucking get your posing dialed in. But this show didn't matter. Uh, they didn't care. Uh, it, it's like almost like imagine um, two leg days a week for a year, for instance, and then you show up and they're just like, oh, we're not judging legs. It's like, well, I've been working on it for a year. Like what the fuck you're supposed to judge legs. Like the classic physique, for instance, let's say like you're working on your legs and then you show up and they're like, Oh, at this show specifically, we're not going to judge legs, even though that's like part of it. Like that's, that's kind of what it felt like to me. It was kind of like, well, this is the posing is part of it. That's, that's what we're fucking doing up here. We're not just standing here, you know, we're posing. That's, that's the whole point. Um, and presenting it in the way that is required by the division. But the people who did stand up there and didn't pose properly didn't get hurt for it. So it's like, what the fuck's the point? Why don't I just stand up there? Just focus on getting dialed in and just stand. I'll just fucking stand there. Like it makes no difference. So that sucked. But besides that, it was a very, very fun experience. I loved stepping on stage. Um, I had some family there, which is great. Uh, My wife, my mom, my mom flew down from Massachusetts for it. Um, and then my in-laws were there as well. And it was great to have them there. They're all rooting for me. I could hear them yelling and, you know, I got, you know, my coach yelling and, um, Chewy was yelling. I think, I think it's, it's hard. If it goes like that, it just goes so fast. Um, you just hear your name. That's really all it is. And then I see my wife down there taking photos of me and smiling at me and whatnot. It was, it was, it was fun. It was a good time. Um, Helen was rolled around, you know, they avoided everybody and then you walked off stage. Um, so the, uh, aftermath of the show was, um, I basically got to have essentially whatever I wanted for a meal. So I went and got some spaghetti, some big ziti basically. Um, and then, um, after that went home, essentially went to bed not too long after that. It was, it was a long day, very long day. I was up at like five, 
fifteen ish to make sure I got to tanning for six forty five, which is a forty minute drive. So I had to make sure I left by six and also do my weigh in, drink some coffee. Um, I think get in a meal. No, I didn't. I didn't eat anything. I don't think I didn't eat anything until I was in my car driving when my coach texted me to eat something. Um, and then went to the bathroom left. So I want to make sure I had enough time to do all of that. Um, then after the show had the big Z the next morning, I had brunch. I got some bacon, eggs and the best hash browns I've ever had in my entire damn life. Uh, if you're ever in the Charlotte area or really any area, I'm pretty sure they're all over the country. Go to snooze AM eatery, best hash browns I've ever had ever bar none, not even close. And their corned beef hash is amazing too. My wife got it. I tried to bite of that. Amazing. So I was very happy with that. It's exactly what I was hoping for. Just a good breakfast. I got a mocha coffee, very, very good breakfast. Um, prior to that breakfast, I had, I did fasted cardio. So this is Sunday, the day after the show I did fasted cardio, um, had breakfast after that. So fast cardio was because of the meal last, then the night before did my fasted cardio, had my breakfast. And then we picked up where we left off basically meal two. Well, we didn't have meal two, we meal, meal three. So we skipped meal one and two of the plan, went to meal three, and then we're back on, back on plan after that. Um, and then Monday we're back doing training like normal and 40 minutes of cardio five times a week. So that's where we're at now is training um, like normal cardio is 40 minutes post-workout five times a week. Granted today is Thursday, which is leg day. I was going to do it fasted, but I just could not get out of bed. Uh, it just was not happening. Um, I tried so hard to get out of bed. I did the one, two, three method and all that bullshit and just could not get out of bed. So I said, you know what, if my body is telling me to stay in bed this bad, which is never normally that bad, um, I said, I'm just going to listen to it and do what it says. So I stayed in bed an extra 40, 45 minutes. Um, woke up, watched a little bit of YouTube to wake up and get ready for the day and then went on my normal routine. So now tonight, later today, I'm going to do some legs at um, the other gym. The gym I go to has two locations. going to go to the other one. They have different leg equipment. So I'm going to go try it out. I might make it my main leg day gym just because they have a squat press and I love squat presses. Um, so that's where we're at now. Um, the most interesting thing, I think the most interesting process that surprised me was the tanning. Um, so I tried my best in Florida a few weeks ago to get, um, like a base tan essentially to just kind of be a little bit darker than I normally am. I did get burned pretty good by accident. It wasn't planned. I, I tried my absolute best to not get burned. I was applying sunblock every hour, but just somehow my shoulders didn't get it as good as they should have. And my ankle was just weirdly, um, burned. Same with the inside of my right knee which is weirdly burned. It's just like I missed these two spots for some reason. So that ended up showing on the tan. So the tanning process for men's physique is easier because you just get one tan the day of and then a bronzer the next day, or sorry, tan on Friday, the day before the show, and then a bronze the day of. So it sucked for me because I ended up showing up relatively pale. I'm a very pale person. Um, it's my, I got a lot of Northern and Northern Northeastern European blood in me. That's most of, most of my blood is like English and Scottish, um, some Wales and some Swedish in there and Dutch and whatnot. So like, I'm kind of a mixture, but it's mostly Northern Europe and Northeastern Europe. So I'm very, very pale. Um, I can put on a good tan. Uh, that's my French blood. A good chunk of me is French. Um, 
you know, France, French, Parisian French. So when I put on a tan, I can put on pretty dark if I really wanted to, but like between Florida and the tan, the spray tan, I didn't get really much sun at all because I was back to work. I was training, doing cardio. So like the last thing I wanted to do was sit outside in the hot sun. Um, it was just not really conducive to my schedule. So didn't really get to do the, get to have the base tan that I wanted to have going into the, uh, overall spray tan. So, um, they had to do a couple coats. So typically it only takes like 20 minutes to get spray tan. Um, because they're doing it in bulk. They have these big fucking spray nozzle things that they use and they just, that's all they got to do. Um, it's not like really up close and personal, like a professional spray tan is. This is more mass produced in a way. Um, there's so many people getting it at once, um, that they got to do it quick. And it's also not really for a quality tan. Uh, it's not meant to last. It's not meant to stay there for weeks. It's meant to be on you for literally the show and that's it. So I spray it on, I dry off and I get a second coat and it took, I was there till almost seven o'clock. So for almost a whole hour, I was there. Couldn't really, I use my phone a little bit. You can't just like sit there, you know, you can't sit down. You got to stand in front of a fan to dry off and it's kind of chilly in there. Um, you're a bunch, you're around a bunch of half naked dudes. It's just, it was a very uh, awkward situation. Um, and it's just uncomfortable and, um, it sucked because especially the darker your skin is, uh, the quicker the tanning process is. So I saw guys come in with very, very dark skin, um, get a super, super quick spray tan and be out in like five minutes. I was like, motherfucker, like I've been here for all day. It feels like, and on top of that, I got home and my tan was botched, bro. Every spot that was, um, sunburnt had a different color to it. They fixed it for the most part. And on stage, it wasn't very noticeable. But once you were off stage and not in that bright yellow light, it was very noticeable um, what was burned and what isn't burned. Um, yeah, you can't really tell now. It's You can kind of tell here. If you're looking at the video, you can kind of tell the top of my arm, on top of my shoulder right here. Um, it's like pink. Uh, that was where it was burned pretty bad. My ankle, you can tell um, it was burned there. But like it was a different color. So like you'd be, I was darker where I wasn't sunburnt. It was lighter where I was sunburnt. And there's not really much they could have done. The bronzer was pretty quick. It was only like 15 minutes. It was just a quick spray tan. Um, and then you're done. But what was funny was I was expected to be relatively brown coming out of the spray tan, but I wasn't. The first day that Friday, I was orange as fuck. I looked like an Oompa Loompa, like genuinely, genuinely orange. Um, and it was freaking me the fuck out because I'm like, dude, I can't show up like this. I can't show up orange. They know what they're doing. So I trusted the process. I'm like, it's it'll probably turn brown. But still, I'm like, this fucking looks terrible. And they didn't get my head at all. Um, they didn't get my face. They didn't get the top of my head because I'm, I'm pretty bald for the most part. Um, they didn't get the top of my head. They didn't get the back of my head, my neck. No, well, they got the back of my neck, but they didn't get the back of my head or the top of my head or my face. So I was like fucking white and then fucking orange. <laughs> that's, that's what I was. There's a direct, direct contrast between my, my jaw and my fucking rest of my body. Like right where my jaw was, was the line of like, all right, white as fuck. Oompa Loompa. Like there was, there was, you could see it. It was like, it was like the Pacific ocean meeting the Atlantic ocean. There's a clear fucking line, <laughs> the differences. So, um, that kind of sucked. But then when I showed up for the bronzer, um, I was browner than I was when I left, uh, much, much browner, um, with the tan and then the bronzer really kind of took it to the next level with 
how dark I was and how tan I was. I ended up being pretty dark after that. Um, and they got my face and my head and all that with the bronzer. So it wasn't my face and my head were a lighter color, but it was tasteful in a sense. It wasn't so bad like it was before where it was like a clear fucking distinction, uh, between the two, uh, what was not spray tan and what was spray tanned. So that was interesting to see at least during the tanning process. So the other problem that I had, we talk about anabolics on here. Um, I want people to understand that this, is, this should be a transparent topic. We talk about it pretty frequently. Um, and it's also pretty, what's interesting is I was watching a video and it's a pretty frequently, like pretty new topic to talk about. Uh, it's been around for a long time, but guys didn't really start talking about it until like Rich Piana came about like not even 10 years ago, like really got big, like not even 10 years ago. Um, he was really the first one in the mainstream media, as far as fitness goes to really be talking about steroids. Um, I think it's a, it's something that you need to talk about because this is the reality that um, we, a lot of us need to face is that even at these regional shows where the competition isn't nearly that fierce, as far as like, what's out there. Um, national shows are much more fierce than regional shows and then pro shows are the next level on top of that. Um, winners of national shows will have trouble winning pro shows or even doing good in pro shows. That's how big of a jump there is there. People forget that. So like even at regional shows, um, the amount of gear involved for a lot of these shows is a lot higher than most people think it is. Um, granted less is more. And I've always preached that. And I think you can, be very, very lean into a show with very little amount of anabolics, especially if you start off that way. Um, but there are anabolics to help fix situations uh, that your body is lacking in. Um, so for me, we're running pretty much the same cycle almost all the way up until the show, um, which was 300 milligrams of test prop, 300 milligrams of master on prop, and um, 100 milligrams of trend prop. Um, so running that all the way up to the show, I ran test up until 10 days out, 10 days out, we pulled it. So then I was on Masteron and trend up until four days out, which is the Tuesday I pinned, uh, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. So, um, we pulled it out three or four days out. And for me, it was four days out because the Tuesday pin, not Wednesday pin. So we pulled it out Tuesday. So I was on nothing, um, besides the aromasin, which is an AI helps with the estrogen, and cabergoline, which helps with my prolactin. So that was the only thing I took on that Thursday, and that was it. And those are just oral. You just I just drank the cabergoline, and then I just take the aromasin. So, um, that's that was a hard process to go through because um, even though I was still on trend and I could feel the difference on test, especially with my libido. My sex drive was in the fucking toilet. Um, that was the biggest difference. Other than that, I felt mostly the same. Um, irritability was relatively high. Um, but that's also just pretty common with most guys. That's just how it is. You're just, you're going to be more irritable and that goes for anybody, even women too, who are on gear. Um, so I was pretty irritable and it was kind of weighing on my relationship with my wife, which was hard. Uh, I was trying to not let it do that, but, uh, sometimes you just, you just explode a little bit. I never exploded at her. Um, but just exploding within the household just made her, um, like by explosion, I mean like yelling for a few seconds, um, getting mad at something. Um, it doesn't make for the most comfortable home. Um, 
So that did kind of weigh on us. And I tried my absolute best to keep it under control. But the other thing you got to take into account is it's not even necessarily just the gear that's going to be doing that to you. It's also the lack of good food. Uh, You don't realize how much you mentally rely on good food, like good tasting food until you have it. And you just feel so much better. Like I felt so much better after that burger and fries, the endorphins, the dopamine, everything. And on top of that, I didn't, I really had almost no caffeine in my system compared to usual. It was a few hundred milligrams a day, but that's almost nothing in comparison to usual. Um, and I didn't have my Adderall prescription, which I have for my ADD, um, which I'm pretty open about. Um, the Adderall isn't for my focus or anything. It's for my baseline dopamine. Um, one of the issues with me in general, genetically, and then also because the anabolic usage is that my dopamine baseline is fucking non-existent. It just is not there. Um, so if I don't have any caffeine in my system, I feel borderline depressed because you can't find, it's hard to find enjoyment in anything. We don't have dopamine in your system. And I'm not even talking about like a dopamine rush, like you'd get from certain things like an adrenaline rush or something like that. I just mean like literally just having baseline dopamine. You don't realize it, but if you don't have ADD or something like that, or dopamine issues, you don't realize how good you feel until you lose it. And then when you don't have it, you're like, fuck, you're right. So being off the Adderall, which did give me that baseline, my quality of life, which I'm still off now, I'm still off it now to lose the fat. uh, My quality of life has significantly decreased uh, just because I just don't find enjoyment in anything now. The only time I find enjoyment in things is after I train, um, which I train at like 5.30. So it's like the end of the day that I feel good. The rest of the time, I feel like shit. Um, which should be kind of a tell that I should be doing fasted cardio, but I get stomach pains during fasted cardio. I'm so hungry. So it's like, do I get up early, do fasted cardio, suffer basically through it? Cause I fucking hate it so much with the possibility of a baseline dopamine for the rest of the day or roughly until, until training, um, until I train, um, or do I do it post-workout when I am feeling good? I can enjoy the cardio and come home and enjoy my meals, enjoy my night with my wife, all of that. Where really my main thing is just suffering through work essentially and just not wanting to work at all. Um, that's the kind of battle in my head right now. Um, I know that there's plenty of benefits from cold showers. I know that, but I'm relatively depleted right now. Um, it's not too, too bad. It's not as bad as it was. Um, I'm trying to keep that in mind. It's not as bad as it was. I'm having sweet potato. Um, which I should get to eat after I record. I'm so fucking excited for that. I get to eat sweet potato with my sirloin. It's my favorite meal of the day, arguably. Um, so that's new. That's different than when I was in peak week. Peak week is the the last week before a show. Um, so that's different in comparison to then. And I'm also doing a lot less cardio. So overall, it's not as bad as it was. Um, and something that I firmly, firmly believe in now is that if you hated the process of prep entirely, then what the, don't even compete. Like, yeah, it's hard, but like, enjoy the process. It's hard. It's going to be difficult, but you're seeing daily changes. I genuinely saw daily changes, especially in peak week. You could see the fat coming off every single night, every night I, or every morning I'd wake up and see more of my abs. Um, so if all you can think about is how much you hated it, um, and how much you were hungry and how depleted you were and all you did was complain, then this sport isn't for you. Um, I'm very much 
I, I'm, I've flipped very much over the years. Um, when I first started in the gym, I was very much mindset focused like Stoff is. Um, it's kind of just who you are if you're mindset focused. I'm not anymore. So what I mean by that is when you're mindset focused, you're focused on like you got to go into it knowing that you're the best there is and you got to kick the ass of everybody else. And you're going in there for first, everybody else competing for second. And when you're going through prep, you got to kill it every single second of the day. Um, that's more what I mean by mindset. It's like, you know, shark mindset, whatever it is. Um, but for me, it's, I fucking execute. That's all I do. So like when I was at the show, Chewy asked me, he said, you get in the zone when I'm just staring out this fucking window. And I'm like, what zone? I'm like, I'm here to, I'm here to compete. There's no zone to get into. Like, I didn't really say that. I was just like, I was like, eh, there's no zone for me to get into. I'm here to pose. And step on stage and pose and get off stage. That's what I'm here to do. Um, and he's like, yeah, all right. But like, realistically, there's no zone to get into. In my opinion, it's like, you're fucking, you're there to execute. You're air, there to pose, show your physique and earn that medal. And even by earning it, really you earn it go, leading up to the show. You don't actually really earn it on the stage. Um, you earn it by through, through prep. That's how you get to that win. Um, you can't just show up on stage randomly one day and win. You have to earn it throughout a significant amount of time. So I'm very much not a mindset person anymore. I'm very much just a disciplined person, just doing what it needs, what I need to do to get there. Um, eating what I need to do, eat, uh, training, drinking, whatever it is. Um, I mean, leading up to the show, I, you know, especially this show, we're three weeks out, I've already got the word from my coach three weeks out. We're going to be pulling artificial sweeteners, artificial colors, artificial flavors. Anything artificial is going to be gone. Um, so basically all I'm going to be able to have is black coffee, straight black coffee and water going up into the show for the last three weeks of prep. I mean, that that's not – if that's not discipline, I don't know what is. There's no mindset of like, could fucking kill it with no artificial flavors. Like there's nobody talks about that shit. It's called discipline. It's called doing what it takes. Um you can also get too, too raveled up in that. Uh, you don't want to do whatever it takes so hard that you ruin your life. Um, you don't want to focus so much on bodybuilding that you forget to live the rest of your life. Um, prep is the one time where I have to focus more so on it. And it did weigh on my family. And I understand that. And it is well known in the bodybuilding community that that's what that does. Um, that's what prep does. That's what do, shows do. It is the reality. It is not a sport. You just performing it's not football where you practice go home and you're done for the day and then you show up to the game and do the best you can you live it 24 7 you live prep 24 7 um you prioritize sleep making sure you're getting eight hours you're you're keeping notes of not really actual notes but like you're keeping note in your head of like how often you're going pee your bathroom breaks whether or not you're drinking your water for your water cut because i did do a water cut um taking the vitamin c taking all your vitamins taking you know, your, your, uh, GDA taking your, whatever coffee you need to take, staying under a certain caffeine amount. There's so much that goes into every day, making sure you're doing properly one fourth teaspoon of Himalayan salt with meals, one, three, four, and six, whatever it is. Um, there is a process to it. There is a discipline to it. Uh, and there's a lot that take, it takes, it's taken out of you. Uh, Right before prep, I was actually getting into cold showers, but during prep, I was so depleted. I did not want to endure a cold shower. 
Um, I'm cold way easier now because of it. Um, I don't even have my AC on in the middle of North Carolina summer because I'm just colder now. Um, I'm more depleted. So I just don't have the mental capacity to go through something like a cold shower. Um, so that's, that's just simply what discipline is. It's just doing what you need to do to get it done. Um, I'm not, like I said, I'm not very much a mindset motivational person. If I only hit the gym when I was motivated to hit the gym, I would never go to the gym and be very, especially in prep, very seldom would I ever go to the gym. Um, I just, I go to the gym because it's called discipline. Then I enjoy it once I'm there, but actually eating and getting up and going to my car and grabbing all my shit and grab my water, whatever, grab my BCAs, all that shit. I don't want to do any of that. Like that's enough for me to not want to go. But then when I get there, I feel good and I'm glad I went, but it's hard. It's there's a wall, especially when you don't have dopamine. It's, it's literally feels like a physical wall between you and what you want to accomplish. Uh, if you talk to anybody who has ADD, they'll probably agree, maybe even ADHD. Um, they'll probably agree with what I'm saying. There's a physical wall. You, f- it feels like you physically can't do something. Um, you know, I'm walking by chores all day when I'm working and I like, there's a physical wall between me and the dishes. That's what it feels like. Uh, so it's very difficult sometimes to stay disciplined, but at the end of the day, that's what matters is staying disciplined. Um, but with that being said, coming up close to an hour now, um, I don't want to take up too, too much more time with this recording. Um, but, um, I do want to talk about the process going forward. Um, the process coming up, um, we got just over six weeks out from the Excalibur. Uh, we're going to register for the show probably like a couple days before the show. Um, you don't really get penalized for that as long as you don't register for the sh- show. I think the day before, as long as you don't do that, you don't get penalized. They'll do a late fee per division you're competing in. I'll probably end up doing two divisions, which is going to be novice and open. Novice, uh, There's going to be a novice division at this show, which novice is that you've never won a class before. So if I won true novice B, for instance, this recent show, I wouldn't be able to compete in novice because I hadn't won a class yet. So I'll be able to compete in novice and I'll be able to complete compete in open. Um, and because it's a bigger show, there's going to be more divisions overall, more classes. I mean, um, so it's still men's physique division, but overall more classes. So I'll be able to fit in with a, a more particular height range. So I think the height range is going to be five, 10 to six foot is what I'm going to end up competing in, which I think is class E. I'd have to take a look. Um, I forget exactly, but uh, be able to do that. And then also novice. But that's that doesn't matter. What we're going for is the overall. Uh, we're not going for winning novice. I mean, I feel like that's going to be my bare minimum is winning novice. Uh, we're going to go into it truly going into this one where everybody else is competing second. That's the goal. We're going to get peeled. We're going to get as dice as possible because the main feedback my coach gave me was I have the size um, on the stage. I have the size. I was bigger than most of the guys up there, um, not height-wise, but overall proportion-wise. I had great proportions the best posing arguably up there um, really just comes out of conditioning. So we got to get that conditioning dialed in. Um, So we're going to be taking it up a notch this next six weeks. Uh, Really, if you look at it, I was looking at the previous show as the show to show up to, but I had to shift my mindset as if like, it's just part of prep and it's part of the experience. And I really am happy with how I came out. Again, I should have had more of a pump, but it is what it is. I'm just glad that I got fifth considering the competition. It was a pretty fierce competition. Um, fifth in both of my classes. Um, we're halfway through prep. Essentially, Victory Classic was just about halfway through prep. So now we're just over six weeks out. 
Victory Classic was exactly seven weeks out from Excalibur. So now we're six weeks out almost to the dot. So what the plan is now is we're going to be running a similar cycle to before. I'm back on test now. I feel great because of that. Um, feeling great as in just feel better. I don't feel energetic. I don't feel like I'm a new man. Nothing like that. Um, I just feel my libido is back um, for the most part. Uh, my mind is in a better place. Uh, I feel happier a little bit too. Um, but after next week, so when we're five weeks out, we're going to be doing mass run again, most likely going to be pushing trend again, more trend most likely. Um, but we're also going to be pushing clenbuterol, um, which is known as clen. We're going to be running that as well as T3 and T4. Uh, so that's going to be my cycle going forward. Uh, should be starting clen, I believe Saturday, if everything goes to plan. T3, T4 is just whenever that comes in. I got to order that. Uh, so whenever that comes in, we'll run that. Um, the Clen is the one that is going to be the most risky. Um, T3, T4 is really just going to be, I think, mostly metabolism sped up and just sweat is really I'm going to experience from T3 and T4, which is basically T3, T4 just manipulates your thyroid energy output. Um, so that'll be interesting. But Clen is the one that a lot of guys have, I've, spoken to and also read what they said in specific, in different forums is either you love it or you hate it. There's no in between. Uh, it is a stimulant. Essentially it's, it was originally designed for asthma. Uh, it's legal in other countries, but not legal in the U S it was designed for asthma. Um, and it is not something you run long-term. You will die if you run it long-term because of the heart issues it causes, uh, because of the, of it being a stimulant. So a lot of guys, what they experience off stimulants like Clen is uh, jitters, anxiety, and lack of sleep. Um, I think that that won't necessarily be a problem for me considering my ADD. I could have a whole carafe of coffee before bed and fall asleep, no problem. So I don't think that's going to be really an issue for me. Um, and you talk to anybody who's been on Clen and Clen, when especially you have a slow metabolism like me, and Clen speeds up your metabolism and also introduces more thermogenesis on top of the T3, T3, T4. T3, um, it's what gets you peeled. Clen is really what takes you to the next level. Um, more trend would be nice because trend gives you that grainy look, but we'll find that out. I also don't necessarily want to run more of trend because it is so harsh and we're already running harsh compounds. So we're going to be pushing all this. So we're going to be getting to the next level, boys. Um, and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, um, you'll be seeing this soon enough. So next time you see me, uh, if you're watching the video, will be next weekend, which uh, is going to be five weeks out. Yeah, five weeks out is going to be next time you guys see me. Um, I will have experienced probably most of what we're going to be taking. I've already had Master on. I've already had Trend. I've already had tests. All of that's you know, I know exactly what to expect. T3, T4 and Clan, I've never tried before never even attempted it and we're going to be starting off with 40 micrograms a day three days on one day off and then once a week going up by 20 micrograms which it's an oral supplement so i have to cut the pills in half at least for the days that i go up by 20 if it's not a multiple of 40 i have to cut the pills in half um so by the time we actually step on stage i think i'm at um 140 micrograms a day I don't know if we're going to be pulling it sooner than that. I have no idea. But it, let's say we do run it up to the show. I'll be running 140 micrograms. And if you talk to anybody who's been on Clen, 
that's a good amount. It's a good chunk. Um, they, most guys don't go more than 140. Um, that's like pretty much the top end. Most guys stick to around 80 for the most part. Um, but 120 is going to be pretty gnarly. And it's, it's truly what's going to take us to the next level. Um, but with these compounds, what we're going to be able to do is um, push my metabolism to the next level and um, hopefully introduce a refeed or cheat meal every seven to 10 days is what coach said, because my metabolism is going to be sped up. Uh, we have had a really good rebound so far. Um, I weigh in yesterday, Wednesday, in comparison to Saturday, I'm down a pound and a half from show weight, which is really, really good considering we did a water cut and I had junk meals afterwards. So we're really happy with where we're at now. We're trying to get down to under 190, which will be three pounds under my stage weight uh, for Saturday. So two days from now, we're hoping to be under 190. If if we don't hit that, I think that'll be okay. Um, but that's our goal right now. And then I think ideally, if I could be peeled at like 180, I think I'll be very happy maybe 182, anywhere from 180 to 182, I'll be very happy. Um, I think we'll have a good physique for that. Uh, if we can be 180, 182-ish, we'll come in pretty pretty diced, I think, um, especially if we could fill out uh, with the anabolics that we have introduced, then we'll have a full rounded physique with very, very, very little fat. Um, but we got to lose that stubborn fat. And I think that's why we're pushing it so hard is not because uh, we got to lose the fat, but it's because we got to lose stubborn, stubborn, stubborn fat that I've had my whole life. So that's where we're at right now. I'm excited for the process. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to suck. It's going to be hard. But if you're not like you're only stepping on stage for 15 seconds at fucking most when you do prejudging finals, especially. So if you're not here, if you're here just for that, then you shouldn't be competing. You should be here for the process because the process is literally all day, every day, 24 seven. If you're not here for that, then you shouldn't be competing. Um, it's like saying you only play football for the game itself. You know, you don't, if you hate practice, you hate putting on your pads, you hate eating for it, whatever it is, but you only like the game. And if the game was once every four months, then what the fuck are you doing? Why even do it? You know what I mean? So like imagine you're playing football and the game's once every few months, maybe at the most, and you have to practice, practice, practice to get there. And imagine losing, you know, like what was the point of all of that? Unless you love the process. If you love the process, then the point is that you get to enjoy the process. So enjoy the process. I'm going to enjoy the process of this prep and look forward to stepping on stage in Charleston. I got to stay the night over there this time. Shelby was about 40 minutes from home. So not too bad of a drive. Excuse me, I'm tired. Um, not too bad of a drive, but Charleston's about two and a half, three hours away. So we're going to have to drive out there, um, get a hotel the night before and probably the night of maybe make it a weekend thing, uh, win that fucking show to get my national qualification, put on some fat and well, really not fat, ideally just muscle, put on some fucking muscle, show up to nationals and get first call out. That's the goal. So that's the that's the future looking forward um but with that being said i appreciate you guys listening um i apologize stop's not here to ask me questions about the process maybe next week he'll be you know we'll be we'll be fine recording um and he'll ask me more questions about the process i just dished out information um all of this information 
uh, take it as you wish. Uh, this is what I experienced personally. It's not what everybody else experienced. Um, and I got fifth, not everybody got fifth, you know, so just, uh, take this information and do with it with what you will do not do anything I say to do. I did. Um, this is specifically tailored to me. Everything we did was, is tailored to me. Everything going forward is tailored to me specifically. And anabolics are illegal. Never take them. Um, never get on them. I advise heavily against it. Um, I know the risks. I know what's out there. I know what to look out for. I have proper guidance, all of that. Um, that's why I talk about it. So do not take it ever. Not I there. I said it. I'll say it every episode. Do not take it. That is my words. This is what I do. This is what I take. Um, but with that being said, hope you guys enjoyed little, little shorter one this time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, it should be up for you guys at our normal schedule. We do apologize for missing that one week last weekend, which was the 25th. We apologize for missing that episode. Just, it didn't work out. And I was depleted from the show and everything was going on family and whatnot. And he was busy too. So he had a golf tournament and all of that. So, um, we do apologize for missing that one week. It's our first time missing a week fully. Um, but going forward, it shouldn't be that difficult. We'll plan ahead of time for sure. We didn't know that this weekend was going to be just me. We thought it was going to be the both of us. Um, I also went into last weekend thinking that we're going to record something on like Monday and post it up Monday, but that didn't end up happening. So do apologize for that. But with that being said, uh, thanks for listening. Um, stay in the gym, stay pushing it, stay disciplined. Motivation isn't everything. Um, and just enjoy whatever process you're going through and enjoy life. Don't take it for granted. Um, be happy with where you're at. Be proud of where you're at. Very few people are able to say that. So if you're able to enjoy it, smile when you look in the mirror because you're doing your best. Um, you deserve all the success, success in this world that you're aiming for because you're putting the effort. With that being said, take it easy, guys. We will see you next weekend.